0: triple ah.
1: This is City Journal Midday News with Alexandra Middleton,
2: Phoebe Humphrey
0: and Sam Watson. The Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, will deliver a speech to the National Cabinet today detailing the economic impact COVID-19 lockdowns are having on the country. According to a new Treasury analysis, the restrictions are costing the economy $4 billion a week. Political analyst, Michelle Grattan says Mr Frydenberg is expected to discuss the Cabinet's decision to bring forward the timeframe for lifting COVID-19 restrictions. The Treasurer believes it's, it's vital that Australia's economy starts moving as soon as possible. The Government's Cabinet of Key Ministers will meet again on Thursday, with announcements expected on Friday about lifting at least some restrictions.
1: New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has joined Australia's National Cabinet meeting to discuss lifting restrictions on travel between the two countries. The concept is being called the Trans-Tasman Travel Bubble, and stems from both nations being relatively successful in slowing down the spread of COVID-19. Dr Tony Weber from the University of New South Wales says flights to New Zealand will likely resume soon, but there will be a focus on domestic travel first.
0: Before that happens, I think we'll get back to regional and domestic flying and I'll probably work out whether that's been successful or not and, and the issues associated with that type of flying before they start to look at trans Tasman flying. So I, I suspect maybe July or August,
2: Victoria has recorded another spike in coronavirus cases. There have been 17 new cases, 11 linked to a major outbreak at an abattoir in Brooklyn. The news comes as debate continues around the return of public schooling. BCE coordinator at a Catholic secondary school, Paul Sapiano, says he personally supports school starting again, providing he can wear protective equipment.
0: I fully understand the need for teachers to get back and to play their part in waking up the economy again and and relieving parents who are already overburdened, possibly with unemployment, with the double burden of caring for their kids. The Victorian government has announced a $45 million relief fund to support international students who are facing financial hardship during the COVID-19 pandemic. The fund will provide a payment of up to $1,100 for international students, who have lost their jobs or had a reduction to their working hours. Kasun Kalhara from the Council of International Students Australia says the fund is a welcome move. Given the current circumstances, any amount
1: would be would be really helpful for students. That that's what students believe. Even if it's a weekly payment or a fortnightly or perhaps a uh, once-off payment, they really acknowledge that um, a lot of students will benefit out of this welfare payment. There are calls for more government funding to support Indigenous Australians who have moved back to remote communities to avoid exposure to COVID-19. Abby Dib reports. Since the spread of the coronavirus, some Indigenous Australians have chosen to relocate to their homelands. Due to the risk of an outbreak within these isolated townships, non-essential travel to 76 remote communities is banned. Kerry Legg from Lanapoi Homelands Aboriginal Corporation says that while migration is a step in the right direction, people are in need of financial support for their living conditions. We need additional funding for water, sanitation, power and fixing up the houses that are there because some people have gone back to communities. There's been no-one living there for quite a long time, so, you know, they need the houses fixed up. So far, the measures appear to be working. Of the 30 cases of COVID-19 in the Northern Territory, None have involved Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people. Abby Dib, City Journal Radio. Indonesian President
2: Joko Widodo has called for developing countries to get equal access to any COVID-19 vaccine. His call for equitable treatment came as world leaders pledged more than $12 billion to help find the pandemic. This EU-hosted fundraiser did not include Russia or the United States. Australia pledged more than $350 million to the drive with most of the money going to local vaccine research here. In a message to the summit, Prime Minister Scott Morrison emphasised Australia's efforts would help Pacific and Southeast Asian nations fight the virus.
0: Breast Victoria will will resume services on Monday after a pause due to COVID-19 restrictions. Although women have not been able to have their breasts checked for signs of cancer over the last few weeks, they have been encouraged to continue visiting their doctor if they're worried about developing symptoms. Cancer Council Victoria says people with cancer may be at higher risk of contracting COVID-19 due to their weaker immune systems. Screen Victoria is encouraging the use of the government's COVID Safe app to ensure their safety of their staff and patients during screenings.
1: Parking inspectors will return to Melbourne streets next week, although up to 8,000 frontline health workers and police will be able to apply for free permits. The inspectors will be giving out The inspectors will be out giving parking fines again from the 11th of May. Lord Mayor Sally Capp told the Herald Sun that workers from Victoria Police and eight inner-city hospitals will be able to park for free until COVID-19 restrictions are lifted. She says the return of tickets will be a key source of revenue for the City of Melbourne.
2: Despite facing financial hardship, community sports clubs are hopeful local football will return by mid-June. Chairman of Aberfeldy Sports Club Jim Pound says both clubs and players are experiencing challenges, but he hopes footy will be back sooner rather than later.
1: At this stage, we've had no games played, but we've also had no opportunity to get revenue. Our football club, like anyone else, revolves around our canteen and our bar and our um, people coming to the club and
0: buying raffle tickets and supporting the club.
2: The state government is due to meet soon to discuss the future of community sport in the weeks ahead.
0: Australia has a new visitor coming to light up our skies. The Ada Aquarid Meteor Shower occurs early each May and tomorrow morning there's a real show predicted. The shower is created as the earth passes through a dust trail generated by Halley's Comet. Vice President of the Astronomical Society of Victoria, Perry Vlahos, says it will be a spectacular light show.
1: What people can expect to see is uh, the following. If you're observing from the city or the suburbs and you look towards the northeast, about halfway up into the sky, you can expect to see between 5 and 7 meteors per hour in the hour between 5 and 6 a.m. The Melbourne's weather continuing sunny light winds and a balmy top of 19 degrees an overnight low of 10 tomorrow mostly sunny and again 19 degrees strengthening northerly winds up to 30 kilometers an hour this has been City Journal Midday News in collaboration with Triple R, with Alexandra Middleton Phoebe
2: Humphrey
0: and Sam Watson
1: This is a podcast from Triple R, an independent media organisation in Melbourne, Australia. To find out more about Triple R or to explore many more shows, podcasts, articles, videos, and interviews, head to the Triple R website at rrr.org.au.